The date is Friday, July 23rd, and you're listening to Entertain This, a thought-provoking podcast encapsulating all things entertainment. It's once again that special week in which we have a guest on our show. And this time, it's a little different. We're taking a trip to the world of magic and mystery on open waters to offer up an experience that only Dungeons & Dragons can provide. So we ask you to entertain this first episode of what we're calling Project Icosa. Enjoy! What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite show on the internet, encapsulating all things entertainment. It's Entertain This. Entertain This. As always, I'm Alex. I'm Michael. And I'm Nick. And we are back for another week of mm-hmm. a riling adventure um, and mishaps and what have you. This week yeah. is the fourth week of the month. As always, we have a special guest. We actually uh, had a bit of a panic because our original <laughs> guest <Flight. laughs> had actually canceled on us this week. So this morning we were rustling around trying to figure out what we want to do. Um, mm-hmm. And with the the preface in mind that this this month actually has five Fridays, so we have to do five episodes, we decided to finally take the leap and do an idea that we've had for a long time, which is a D&D adventure podcast now this is just going to be a sample of it for us to kind of test the waters try it Mm -hmm. out uh we've talked since like episode two of the podcast about doing a (laughs) DD campaign with the three of us and we brought a a fantastic dm along um to dm this adventure for us we are uh calling this for now uh project icosa uh project icosa is going to be this kind of RPG themed uh, entertain this spinoff. Um, if it works out, maybe. For now, it's just mm-hmm. kind of a concept and we're just trying it out. So for this episode, we will be doing kind of like a Project Icosa um, episode. And then next week, we'll be doing part two of the same one shot adventure. But without further ado, I'm going to bring on the man who shall play God for us over these <laughs> next two weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, meet Hamilton. Woo, Hamilton. Hey, that's Hi. God. <laughs> no. <laughs> He's even got the bright light shining behind him. Yeah, oh, you're beautiful. right. He does look very holy. Yeah, that's right just now. me not ha- that's just me not having a Mr. Streamer man set up. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> we have grown uh pretty accustomed to our whole streaming setups. Uh, people walk into my room and they're ashamed of me. But I am I'm done talking. I'm handing the reins over to you, Hamilton. You're going to take it from here. I am but a, a measly player in your game. Let's let's get this party started. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Just uh, real quick before we start, just want to say uh, thank you for having me on, you guys. And uh, yeah, this uh, as you all said, this was a bit short notice. So we'll see what I can do with this adventure that I came up with kind of in the back of my head at work today. Yeah, man. See how it goes. I'm excited. Yeah, me too. Uh, um. Funny you mentioned the engine. You have a like name for the project. So I actually do have a working title for the adventure. Ooh, here. A free title that I get to not think about and just slap in the the, the podcast post. <laughs> a special gift just oh. for you. Uh, um, so let us get into Shadow of the Shoalstorm Pillars. Ooh. Michael, you're, right. I can feel your excitement because like I haven't I haven't played in so long. So rarely does Michael get to like play, and when he does get to play, so rarely is it with a quality DM that like 
just hearing you say that ham like sent shivers down my spine and i saw michael's face light up as he was like oh this is about to be some shit we're about to be in some shit right now it just sounds badass I mean, as, a, as a as a forever dm i sympathize mm. um <laughs> and, and so uh we begin with our story um on the open seas just north of the rather new nation of Tassitovina, uh, on a ship known as the Golden Marmoset, sailing around the southern end of the northern continent to take some uh, somewhat dubious goods into the territory of the Broken Barons, who rule the Shattered Ocean up to the north. Strutting around the deck of the ship are the various uh, individuals who just man the ship, just all the various sailors, the uh, uh, the bosun, Basil, just calling out uh, just various orders of, orders of hoisting the sail, making – you're trying to – the Golden Marmoset isn't necessarily a smuggling operation because what you're bringing around isn't technically illegal. However – Going into the territory of the Broken Barons is always a little bit difficult because some of them don't like each other and some of them uh, take a, take offense to exclusivity with trade offers. But Tassitovin is a new nation. You guys got to pay the bill sometimes. And one way they ensure that bill is paid is by keeping uh, people like you on their payroll. So how about... You guys introduce for the um, benefit of our audience today uh, your characters. Uh, you just your like name and class. Maybe a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I can. I can go first if you want. Michael goes first. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> cool. I'm a new slick, flawless. <laughs> <Yeah. editing. laughs> so, uh, Akir is a half elf bard. Um, mm-hmm. We see him uh, kind of among the ruckus of the people going back and forth, laying upon either like a like some crates or a wall, just kind of strumming his uh, his viol uh, back and forth, playing a nice little melody for everyone working, uh, just providing some good entertainment. Uh, he is a rather tall, uh, fairly like good looking, like six foot two, like long straight brown hair kind of tied up in the top and like a messy top bun uh tanned olive skin with some freckles his hair is kind of like sun bleached a little bit from spending many a day out in the sun upon the ocean uh but yeah that's basically him he's just kind of chilling right now hanging out trying to avoid doing as much hard work as he can (laughs) and uh how about uh how about you alex I am bear. Um, <laughs> um, I am bear, the bear barbarian. I am big. I, I am very strong. I have I have um, brown fur. And it is pretty, and I am seven feet feeting tall when I am this, this standing tall, but I usually walk with a hunch. So I am sit at um, six four usually. I have dark black piercing eyes and. Uh, 
they are told uh, I am told they are teddy bear eyes which is very scary mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I am wearing a vest and a top hat because I am a fancy bear I am uh, happy to be here thank you <laughs> Well, um, I hate to give you the unenviable task of following that up, but uh, how about how about you, Nick, buddy? What's going on, you guys? It's uh, Dog, <laughs> the Samurai Hunter. I'm a I'm a fighter. Uh, you know, I like to fight around town, uh, but I always follow the law, man. That's nothing more cool than that. Okay. Uh, I was a retired uh, town watchman for a while. You know, just chilling out, catching criminals, stuff like that. Uh, don't know what I'm doing on the ship, but dude, bro, we are sick and we're gonna chill out. Um, yeah. So I, uh, I love throughout all that, I was making like notes on your guys' characters. Under beside Akir, I just wrote hot with an underline, yeah. and behind, beside Dog, I just wrote bro with an underline. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it's about as much as I got too. <laughs> And um, the uh, the bosun of uh, of the uh, golden marmoset. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Basil Thorpe, kind of a um, just a squat halfling man with just really curly hair and just kind of a dour expression on his face. Just a kind of kind of a wet blanket generally. And he just uh, strolls up to you, Akir, just like, "Hey, Akir, you um, working hard or hardly working today?" Oh, you know, I just am providing all of the motivation for everyone else here. I, I of course, like I, as much as I'd love to be out there working as hard as they are, uh, someone has to be the backbone of support here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, oh, come on, at least give us something with a little bit of a little bit of drive in the step. Come on, we gotta we gotta make good time. I'm Slim doesn't like to be kept okay. waiting. All right, all right. So then I start picking it up and I start playing like a jaunty sea shanty, <laughs> getting like actually singing, getting everyone into mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. getting yeah. the work going. Pembrose, one of the um, one of your better friends on the ship, just kind of kind of sees this interaction and just kind of kind of nods while starts kind of thumbing his chest in time with the music. Just says, "Oh, silver-haired Mayala, please weave a charm for me. Feel free to safely guide me as I sail across the sea." And it just kind of starts spreading out across us uh, the entire ship as everyone just kind of yeah. gets into the mood. Uh, you you see that the uh, the captain. Uh, man, the, the fact that your name is Dog is funny in a way that you're about to find out. Uh, the, um, the, uh, the captain of the, captain of the ship is an, indivi- is an individual known as a... Um, Nick, I, since you're new to D&D, you mentioned, I assume you don't know what a tabaxi is. No. Skyrim. Uh, t- yeah, tabaxi Khajiit. are basically Khajiit. Khajiit. Yeah, oh, okay. Cat Why didn't people. you just say Khajiit? <laughs> Legally distinct copy. Khajiit, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kind of a uh, kind of a dark brown fur, or uh, just a bipedal humanoid-looking looking uh, cat individual. You uh, you've you've kind of had a, some some clashes with the captain on on occasion, dog. Just for a ver- for a very simple reason, Tabaxi have a bit of a weird naming scheme, and that their name's usually like a phrase or a string of words, but they col- but they casually go by one particular word in that. This particular captain, I, I shit you not, I wrote this down like way before we started, before I knew your character's name. This particular captain goes by the name of Hair of the Dog <laughs> and is casually referred to as Dog. Oh. 
You ever, you ever, you ever nice. been in like one of those situations where two people have like, like there's two Andrews and one, and they're trying to have Andrew supremacy to see which one's called Andrew and which one's <laughs> called Drew. One, we know this. Exactly. Yes. You, you guys are very much like evenly pitched in that regard lately. <laughs> just uh, you're a recent addition to the ship, and just just uh, Basil hired you, and when when uh, Hair of the Dog kind of came across you, he just uh, let's just say there was. Kind of a just a, like oh yeah I see you between you just an understanding that uh, to, that uh, starting on this day uh, war was only the option. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure there was like a brief confrontation of there can only Precisely, be one. Precisely, yeah, just like uh, and just like now listen, there's only one captain on this ship and that one's me. The exact kind of interaction there. <laughs> captain Evan just kind of walks by you, just uh, says, "Oh, this is your uh, first time on board with us, isn't it, dog?" Uh, yeah, but, you know, I, I've been sailing the ship, the, the Seven Seas or whatever it's called, man, for like for decades, dude. I, I was rolling around from town to town searching for people, you know, collecting criminals, putting them in the brig, that kind of stuff, man. He just kind of holds out a, a paw to just kind of shush you. Just like, like um, uh, if you could do me a favor, I'd appreciate if you kind of kept that uh, hush hush. Like these people we're talking with are like, you know. Technically, if the Shattered Ocean had a, and had a functioning government, they would be pirates, and they would be guilty of piracy. But, uh, you know, they don't have a functioning government outside of the barons themselves. So piracy is the norm. Just gonna have to get used to that. Man, uh, you guys are all a bunch of degenerate scum, dude. As soon as I get off this ship, I'm gonna lock y'all up, dude. I mean, you're sailing across the seas, doing, uh, breaking all these laws, and it's- we're not we're not breaking laws. We're just as uh, it's not illegal to sell giant spider silk. All right. All right. It makes very useful material for for ship sails. All right. Akir just kind of shouts over the over the stern or whatever. Like I don't know, ship turns. <laughs> like can't break any laws if there are none, dog. Exactly. See, Akir understands. Uh, be more like Akir. Of course, there's laws, dude. You you're just you're just lying to me, and I don't appreciate that. Of course, there's laws out here on the sea. You gotta you gotta not you know kill things and stuff. Uh, <laughs> a, a, Eloquent, yes. Akir told me that you cannot break laws when you use bear claws, so I cannot break mm-hmm. law. <laughs> Man, you have the right to bear arms and all that, but look, I'm the captain of this ship. Thank, this thank is my you ship. for the right to my arms. <laughs> and Hera the dog just kind of just looks up at you and just just kind of reaches up to your like almost seven foot tall head and just gives you like a bit of a patronizing pat just, and just like yes yeah see see bear gets it right I like start yeah. kicking my leg. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well then, listen, listen, Mix uh, Butt or whatever your name is, Cat. Uh, I'm gonna get out of here. Dog. I don't know what your name is. I don't care. I'm gonna get down uh, to the deck and start doing some actual work. Do you want me to throw him into the uh, ocean? Not yet. Okie dokie. <laughs> Bear, just be, uh, be ready to... Uh, we, may, we may need some of, the, some of those muscles of yours. Uh, the, and he kind of points off to the... And you can see that on the horizon, in the direction that you guys are going, there are um, burgeoning storm clouds beginning to spiral. It's like, this um, may be a bit of a... That may be a bit of a concern oh, later down the line. You want Bear to wrestle the storm. <laughs> I will wrap it up and bring it to the ground. We uh, will murder the storm in ways that its mother would cry for. 
I I may have been telling Bear some fantastical stories lately. <laughs> I see. Well, uh, you go ahead and tell him some more, and I am going to go and have a discussion with Basil about some of his hiring policies, and he just kind of moves <laughs> off. Goodbye, tiny man. Thank you for the scratches. I'm not tiny. I'm average height. <laughs> He's not. He's got to go use a litter box. <laughs> suffers from... Why are <laughs> Suffers you from, like, little little short... Or big old... Or what is it? Little short man syndrome? Why are you... <laughs> little big man syndrome? ...doing the racist dog? <laughs> Listen, man. I'm the charge of this boat, okay? What? I'm top dog. That's why my name's Dog. Mm. But his but his name is also Dog. And he is captain How does that work? of the ship. I care the, this captain is top dog, yes? As far as I know, this dog, not the top dog. The other one is top dog as far as I know. He's the one who at least pays us. You do not pay us? He sure doesn't. <laughs> I care, do, do I get paid? Yes, yes, you get paid. It's just... You are not the best at handling money, so you asked me to take care of your financials for you. So uh, your pay goes directly to me instead, and I take care of it for you. And I get the food, so you are yes. actually even under a cure in my eyes. So you are bottom dog. Goodbye. <laughs> Fake. <laughs> Fake news, dude. <laughs> Fake new threat. <laughs> the battle of the dogs is uh, left uh, left to uh, be finished another day. Beefing. This pitch battle. <laughs> We're beefing. <laughs> Precisely. Oh, boy. Uh, the day moves on as you all start uh, just moving around the southern tip of the continent that is referred to collectively as the Shattered Ocean. Big, uh, if, uh, if any, of, any of you would like to put on uh, maybe some like music in, the, in your uh, headphones in the meantime, Pirates of the Caribbean is, uh, or Black Flag is appropriate. Hell yeah. But uh, over the course of the day, as it gets uh, later and later, the sky grows darker and darker, much quicker than it normally would as storm clouds just begin to just kind of mount around you and you start to hear some of the men around and you start making just kind of nervous, almost getting ahead of it prayers to uh, Kinzari, who was a uh, domain covers, things like this, of the roiling storms that maybe threaten to break around you. Captain looks a little nervous. So he kind of just comes over to you, Akira. It's like, I don't like it. I don't like it. We are not a very big ship. It's uh, very easy to just get tossed around. Like, uh-uh, if we're not careful. Ooh. Well, um, I'm sure that this ship has been through worse. I mean, you can't be on the seven seas or however many there are. I don't know. They're all broken and shit. Um, I don't know. Uh, we'll be, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. We'll be, we'll be fine. Um, and, do you, do you uh, need me to do anything for you? Um, just be, just be ready to grab a line. Okay, alright, I can do that. Uh, and then Akir is going to go, as soon as he's out of, like, eyesight, gonna go down below deck. <laughs> Smart. Yep, he's gonna go immediately, go find some rum, and just go, kinda chill. Bear <laughs> is standing at the front of the boat, ready with my fists. <laughs> Your bear arms. <laughs> He has the right to bear them. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Dog's uh, uh, gonna grab like three ropes and just try to macho man show him off. Give me that, man. I know how to do this. And he's gonna hold him down. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
the small dog is fighting ropes while I challenge God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, bear, bear, no, just, just uh, uh, whatever. Uh, uh, and the captain just, uh, just kind of gives one look at you, dog, and just like, fuck it, and then just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> and, you just, and you just know, yes, I've won this round. <laughs> Starting to sweat a little bit. I'm holding down the ropes. This like boat's mm-hmm. going to the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank All you, right. thank you. And. Gradually, the seas around you grow, and you grow uh, darker, and they start to churn with more fervor and fury around you. you know, and uh, it eventually starts to get to a point where there is a shouted column amongst the crew just over the pouring rain around you that uh, trying to get to the nearby shore and like actually beat the ship might actually be something you have to do. Uh, dog, something that kind of catches your attention as you're just... Uh, just wrestling with a bunch of ropes all at the same time and just and just like you you got this shit just uh, just they're all tied to, your, uh, to yourself if uh, if they're all pulled on at once you'll probably ugly like just fall apart like a barbie doll but you know it's fine um and and just kind of uh looking out at the storm and looking out at the horizon you think you see something on the very edge of the horizon some some strange like almost ghoulish green light but then it's gone almost as soon as you see it but then you do see something coming uh, coming around the on the uh, the bend of a uh, whatever the word is for a small little jut of land that sticks out. Peninsula, yeah, Penin- peninsula, yeah. peninsula, but <laughs> tiny. Yes, and um, as uh, you as uh, you hear the captain just say, "Oh, thank the gods!" As, uh, as you just see the the large prow of a ship start to move around and you see that uh, that uh, the name upon it is the sailing scar and the word spreads quickly um all of you are only uh, are kind of tangentially like aware of this as even dog um this is the uh, ship of the individual that you have been tasked with bringing your cargo to um, much earlier than you anticipated. You were anticipating having to go all the way around the end of, uh, end of the nearby peninsula and into the southern end of the shattered ocean itself in order to bring it to him. You were not expecting to, ha- to see them here. This is like a solid three or four days early. As um, the captain is an individual known as a known as a Scar Red Slim, one of the thirteen pirate captains that govern the shattered ocean for lack of a better word one of what is uh, referred to as a broken baron and notably their ship is much bigger than yours and yours and as it eventually draws up uh, up beside yours as you just uh, see one of them i'm just call a hail marmoset and they start just kind of throwing uh, uh kind of like anchoring chains in between in your guys's ships so that uh you can kind of brace each other yourselves against each other and keep uh, each other from capsizing in that regard just holding each other up with your uh, the combined weight hello i, no idea if, I am I not no idea a marmoset the i am a bear uh, you just see a couple of them pointing and making, making uh, expressions that are very emblematic of what the fuck is that? Because uh, bear's kind, not immensely common. Nope. Hello! <laughs> uh, uh, you just uh, see that there is a, um, a tall, just very red-skinned individual with a large grin, and he's got, got this big, large uh, leather coat that's like kind of open, open and exposes his bear chest beneath it. Bear uh, that chest? Just, uh, uh, yeah, not that kind of bear. <laughs> uh, uh, 
Alright, he uh, and uh, you see just kinda as he as he grins that he's got several small uh, a little uh, almost like uh, ponytails kinda sticking out of the back of his, like, of his head and each the end of each one's kind of lit up like a fuse to a bomb. Uh, this is Captain Scarred Slim. Ooh. Um, a uh, uh, for those uh, for those in our audience and uh, and players who may not know uh, the D&D lore is quite as deeply as I do, he is referred to as a fire genasi. Basically, has descendants from uh, elementals of the fire variety. Nice. Has a little bit of that innate firepower within himself as well. Um, He's like a firebender. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. They 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 get like little minor elemental uh, thingamajigs. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, eventually a gangplank is produced and he just uh, kind of strolls down onto the ship like he owns the damn thing and it's like hey everybody don't worry we'll be able to get you through this storm here no worries you see that just flanking him are two like uh, kids like actual like children uh, two young girls that oh, that both have, have a similar scarlet skin to his own he just kind of and notices everyone's looking. He's like, hey, hey everybody, his hands off of these ones, all right? These are my daughters. Time they start learning the business. They're getting about that age. That age, by the way, is like, they, they can't be older than 10. And, but, uh, you know, Shattered Ocean's a crazy place. You got to be ready to swing a sword. <laughs> yes. And, the, yeah. Akira kind of comes back up. Like, he's already, like, kind of tipsy. Mm-hmm. Like, like, who the fuck is walking around like they're weigh 400 pounds? Sorry. Uh, so, not you, Bear. I know it's you. I know your footsteps anywhere. <laughs> um, Sl- uh, Slim just kind of struts over, over to you and just kind of uh, takes a look at you, Akira, just like, Hey, I'm the guy saving your all's hideout here. How you doing? Oh, pleasure to meet you. Ha <laughs> yeah, ha. Slim, and he reaches out and just grabs your hand in a sh- and in a shake he's uh, very enthusiastic you feel just a little bit of like residual heat from his hand and actually see oh, that there's gone. just a, a little tiny bit of steam coming off his body from where the rain impacts it oh Jesus um, if that is one here um, nice to meet you uh, thank you I guess uh, does he like smell like sulfur or like a little what? bit <laughs> okay <laughs> oh god oh, mm. oh god oh. you yeah, smell oh. delicious <laughs> like rotten <What>? eggs. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, oh! I thank you, my good fella. Uh, I don't uh, often have my crew commenting on how, how nice I smell. I think that could be changed. As he just calls back over to the uh, edge of the ship, and all of them are just like, "Yes, Captain. Yes, you smell amazing. Yes." Well cooked <laughs> meat and eggs. Is this good? Uh, well cooked meat and eggs, indeed. In fact. We could do with some um, well-cooked meat. And come on, get the get the galleys going. Hello, and, I am Bear, and I love you now. Uh, 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 <laughs> Thank you. Greetings, Be- greetings, Bear. I think I might just like you as well. Hey, what's, what's going on, man? Are you running a fever or something? What do you got? Steam coming out of you? You're, you're a little hot. Maybe you got uh, a disease of some sort. Um, uh, he just kind of like like looks over to you and just the the. Big smile on his face, just cracks slightly, just a little bit, but it re- refreshes pretty quickly. It's like, like, ah, I see you ain't uh, familiar with uh, people of my kind of, more a, m- a matter of my natural biology, really. Everything's doing just fine, but thank you for your concern. Dog yeah. is a racist. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm just trying not to catch any diseases while I'm out here. I got a really big task ahead whoa, of me. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just because he's on fire doesn't mean he's diseased. That's not okay. All of yes, it means you law enforcement are the same. <laughs> 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 it's 
Look, man, uh, how are we gonna clean up these seas, man? You're you're a big pilot of a ship, dude. You got your big old ship there. We gotta clean up these seas. They're full of scum and villainy and degenerates. <laughs> Slim I, just kind of like, like to imagine, like as he's saying that, Akira's just like pulling him backwards. I'll pick him up and just start carrying him to the lower deck. Oh my god, you I'm, fucker, go. I'm so sorry. He's, Slim he's just a looks lot. over him, just, just like makes a hand motion and and, uh, and the captain comes over. He's like, uh, dog, um, I, I believe my policy on uh, hiring narcs was very clear. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 I, I swear. Uh, he won't uh, won't be any issue whatsoever. Uh, I, and, like, he's not a narc, he's just incompetent. <laughs> oh. And What's the difference? <laughs> True. One of them gets paid, the other has someone get paid for them. <laughs> you know, you're not wrong, I think. I don't I, know, I'm just telling you that the gear is taking my money and giving me food. <laughs> you know, sometimes Bear says some beautifully profound things. Ah, I see, I see, I see, I see. Come find me later, we'll talk. Um, me. Anyway. Hey, uh, he was referring to Akira there. Oh. <laughs> gives, you, gives you a cheeky wink. Uh, I will come wink. find you. Well, you do that, buddy. You do that. And matter uh, matter of fact, uh, um, I don't know so much of the men on this ship here. Do me a favor, if you would, big guy. And he just kind of pats the heads of the two fire genasi, like, children beside him. So, so uh, this one's Scarlet, and this one's Cherry. Uh, make, sh- make sure nothing bad happens to them, if you would. Uh, and just uh, the smaller one, Cherry, just like, I- I- we can take care of ourselves, Dad. It's, it's like, I know, I know, but having, having a big, giant bear of a man certainly doesn't hurt. I am a man of a bear, but thank you. <laughs> man of a bear. My apologies. Can I put you on my shoulders, young ones? I will keep you safe. Make a persuasion check. Okay. <laughs> First roll, boys. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, all together, mm-hmm. that is a six. Nice. <laughs> six. They, they both just kind of uh, kind of look up at you, just like, kind of both raising their eyebrows, and Scarlet just says, maybe we'll just walk behind you. Let you take care of things for you. Hey, bud. Just pat you on the sh- on the uh, on the shoulder a bit. They so will do nicely, yes. Or rather, pat you on the wrist. They can't reach your shoulder; they're too short. Diggles. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, going beneath the decks of the um, of the marmoset and the sailing scar, um, kind of a re- much more relaxed atmosphere is just there's just happening. It's just a raucous song is happening around you. Guys are indulging in some of the um, some of the pe- uh, pieces of the storage that generally are reserved for the captain and for Basil. Oh, oh just a uh, nice uh, salted pork that uh, is, isn't pulled out very often. I mean, it's a it's a hell of a time, and uh, and just uh, over the course of the, rest of the night, just much rum is drunk and there's much celebrating. I mean, uh, at some point, Basil just is like, so t- uh, "Tell me, Captain Slim, uh, what is it that brings you out here? We weren't expecting to." See you for several days. Like, oh, I just um, had some night to take care of out this way. Figured I'd swing by, make sure you guys got in all right. Uh, seas are looking mighty rough out there. We got to look out for my interests. Hmm. You look skeptical, dog. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just, 
I'm not, I don't know how I'm feeling about you just yet. I mean, what kind of interest are we talking here? Are, are you shipping something or? If you would, if you would like, dog, you can make an insight check. See if he's uh, maybe hiding something. Okay, so we're on a five plus insight, which is four. That's nine. Nine. Uh, just he's a he's a like very charming guy, and just uh, it's hard, it's hard to really like kind of see if there's any like falsehood in him. He, he seems kind of on the level, even though he's like technically kind of sort of a pirate. Uh, Kira, look at me, the little girl's braided my fur. I'm beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's marvelous, bear. I oh, know. You've never looked better. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and um, ev- eventually the night kind of draws to a close as uh, various sailors start just falling asleep over the course of the night, whether mm-hmm. to drink or to tiredness from the long day or the large meal. And uh, it's kind before, of a skeleton crew just keeping a watch going. Yeah, before before actually going to sleep, I'm going to take up uh, the the Baron's uh, Bear? offer of what he said earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to drunkenly kind of stroll up as like, you said you wanted to see me. Hey, yes, uh, he asked that a uh, large furry friend of yours mentioned that uh, you take his money and give him food. Mm-hmm. That is the you've, deal that we have arranged. And you've uh, tell me a little bit more about this. I'm curious. You've maybe got a future in this friend. And he kind of just takes you aside from the rest of the rest of the uh, <laughs> rest of the uh, group. <laughs> and like, well, it's rather, it's rather easy. <laughs> uh, you have a passive perception of 14. Yeah, sure. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tail them, but do it sneakily, and then I'm gonna kind of listen in on the door as they're making Bet this he conversation. Wishes he would have picked Rogue now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, make a stealth check. Stealth. Okay, how do I roll remember? That? You have disadvantage uh, on stealth checks. Oh uh, yeah, if you, uh, if you have heavy armor, yeah, you sure do. Uh, so yep. same as insight, but you click on uh, you you click with stealth instead. And you have to mm-hmm. roll it twice and take the lower number. Yeah, I think it's calculated automatically if you okay. do the yeah, on. Yeah, I rolled a seventeen and mm-hmm. a five. <laughs> <laughs> that disadvantage nice. will get you every time. Yeah, yep. just uh, just Akir. Even in your like very tipsy state, you can just hear uh, or just kind of behind you in the hallway of the ship. <laughs> clink, clink, clink <laughs> of, the, of the armor <laughs> the dog is wearing. Perhaps <laughs> <laughs> ill-advisedly at sea, the salt air is really not good for it. Yeah. <laughs> also, sure. if you fall off the boat, you're done. I'm so glad I didn't impromptu throw you <laughs> off the boat. Ripperoni. <laughs> Yeah, I'd give him a strength check. I'd, I'd give him a shot. Um, <laughs> and, but uh, but uh, Slim just kind of turns around uh, and just like, with that same grin just plastered across his face, just looks it over at you, dog. He's like, sorry, private conversation, but uh, ta-ta. I'll, uh, uh, I can speak with you later at some point. Yeah, I'll pencil dog, you in. Dog, just, g- g- we're fine. We're fine. Just go. He's up to something. I know it, man. He's he's a pirate, allegedly. Uh, he's always up to something. All right, I'm out of here. Uh, Bear. While this is happening, meanwhile. Hello. Um, the um, two Genasi sisters, Cherry and Scarlet, they have um, pretty much been um, been sticking with you the whole night, even though they look like they'd rather be doing doing a lot of other things. Things just so you know, obeying their, obeying their father in general. But uh, you kind of kind of looking around, you see that they've uh, they they like walked away to get a refreshment at some point, and currently you don't see them on this level of the ship. Little girls, little girls, where did you go? Uh, make a perception or investigation check. See if you can figure out where the hell they went. Here goes nothing <laughs> for the bear. 
I, I am going to look for them. Yeah, yeah. I have done the 11. 11, okay. Um, it takes you a while. Spend about 20 minutes just scouring the golden marmosa, trying to figure out where they went. At one point, you kind of like go over to the Scar Red, uh, uh, Scar Red Slim ship, the sailing Scar. You're just trying to find them over there. Realize they're not there. Uh, coming back over the gangplank, you see them uh, on the other end of the ship, both of them kind of clustered by one of the uh, one of the railings. There's the girls. Hello, girls. Uh, let me check my notes here. All right. Uh, they don't respond to you. They don't turn. They just, and you just hear both of them say simultaneously, just uh, they just uh, both at the exact same time. I'm one of you, two for me, seven for you, and ten for he. Oh no, I do not know the math yet. I fair. Uh, you see, he, he Scarlet, Scarlet start to just slip a little bit forward and start to fall over the railing and into the ocean below. Oh. This is not preferred. What are you doing? Is it too late to try and do catch her? Make an athletics check. See if you can just rush there really quickly, quickly enough to grab her. If you if you grab her, you can absolutely keep her held up. She weighs like a fifth of your weight. I am coming, little girl. Uh, that is a natural one. Oh, no. <laughs> Ooh, F in the chat for that. <laughs> Plus five just, is a six. And just... Sploosh. Ah. And just uh, see that the girl has just fallen into the ocean below. I need to find her daddy. One for you, two for me. Uh, Cherry, next to you. Just oh, no, you don't. You and and I'm just going to put her under check. my arm. Make it with advantage because because uh, this time you're like right next to her and she's much tinier than you. She's got with also advantage. Big that is with advantage. a twenty-two. Only rolled a fifteen on her end. So and so, oh, Cherry, you just grab her by the collar and just yank her back. Like so, uh, yeah, she is securely in your grip. There's no way in hell she's getting out of it. I should put you in the brig. Let me go, please. And you just look and see that she's kind of like almost like dead eyed, like like her her eyes are just like almost all uh, people. I need someone to watch her. Hey, you guy over there on the boat. Yeah, yeah dog. Uh, kind of coming up. You see, you see your friend Bear just like calling, yelling uh, out, looking a little flustered. Hold well, on to this little girl. What, what the what the fuck, man? Hold what on, to her. do not let her go. And I'm diving Dude, in the water. On. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Um, I would like you to make a survival check for me, Bear, as you're just uh, moving about in the sea below. No worries. I have proficiency in survival. Nice. Mm -hmm. Thought you might. It's big lit. That's 20. 18 plus 2. Nice. Very nice. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Just looking looking deep within the sea, you can uh, you can just see that uh, that paradoxically, Scarlet is not uh, uh, trying to like swim upwards. She's instead swimming down. But you are much more physically fit than she is, and you are much faster, able to just power through the water and just grab her by the ankle and eventually lift her back up uh, up above the water. Both of you just kind of gasping for air, trying to get your breath back. Can someone throw me a freaking rope here? Do I hear this at this point, or? Oh yeah, absolutely. You're you're on okay. the deck of the ship, yeah. just kind of, kind of restraining Cherry. Not not all that difficult. You, you've also got a pretty high strength. I got her one, under one arm. 
just like mm, yeah. flexing, making sure my biceps look good. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And uh, I hear Bear. <laughs> you all right down there, dude? You want a rope or a life jet vest or what? Uh, yes, this is good. I would like the rope, please. All right, dude, just hold still. I'm gonna throw this down to you. It is an ocean. And uh, Bear, as you're kind of like waiting for the rope to come down, just uh, it, it falls down to you, and you just grab it, start kind of pulling yourself up. It's a bit of a process carrying Scarlet, but it's not super difficult. You are very swole. Um, just kind of looking, uh, uh, looking around, you kind of make sure that you've got your footing on the side of the boat. Just out in the distance, you think you spy just some strange green light in the depths of the dark clouds. But then you kind of return your and your. You're, you're not good at multitasking. You kind of return to the task of going back up the ship and just manage to, like, ugh, just get Scarlet back over. It's an Aurora Borealis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> steamed hams. <laughs> 100%. Um, and at this point, um, Akir, you've been having kind of a long conversation about just... Uh, uh, what he what he like charitably referred to as um, General Con Mannery with mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Uh, with the captain. Yeah, we like and, round the corner, and it's just like so. What you do is you get members to then sell products for you, and then they share a bit with you, and then they can inc- recruit people to sell products to them, and you still get a share. It's like this weird triangle pyramid type scheme. That yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh. What's this now? Mm-hmm. He just looks and you just look over and see the uh, bear and dog just uh, clustered around his two uh, his two children, and one of them is just soaking wet, and, and just both of them are just kind of like almost a little, uh, just just kind of standing there, just kind of dead eyed, almost. And he's like, "Shit, I was hoping I had another day or two to figure this out." Well. I guess you three will have to do. Hmm. I would like to speak with all of you privately, and... Uh, I cannot let go of the little girls, or they will start doing algebra. <laughs> and they will jump into the water. But that's fine. Bring them along with you. Come rather, on, uh, little uh, scary girls. <laughs> Your uh, girls are fucked up, man. They were, they were looking out of the water. They were in the water. I don't know what happened. Bear might know. He points at you. He's like, would you like to know why? I mean, yeah, that's, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to investigate, man. He is and gesturing for us to follow him, dog. We should do that. All right. Eventually, you find yourselves in just the um, very luxurious uh, captain's cabin of the Sailing Scar. As Slim just settles back in a chair, you see him just kind of gesture over to a corner where there are uh, um, just like, just um, keep them there. Well, we can see them. I was hoping it'd be a little longer before this started to happen. Little girl, stay here. Do not move, please. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> he just kind of sits back, looks at all, looks at you guys. Like, so, I have a bit of a problem. Yes, the my girls are doing mm-hmm. math. <laughs> what? I'm, I don't und- What is he talking about? I really don't. Bear. They were doing the one fish, blue fish, red fish, two fish. Hmm. 
Okay. And then I'm... one of them jumped because I guess the main question was too hard. <laughs> They're trying to just cool off, man. They're hot. And I'm very concerned about my daughters, and unfortunately, I have very limited capacity to do anything about it. You three, however, you're fuckheads, but you might be able to do something about it. I okay. Akir, what is a fuckade? Uh, you know that <laughs> elvish word I've been teaching you? Um, uh, Klausk? Yeah, sure. Yeah, that one. Uh, yes. That, that word, but with the elvish word for head after it. Uh, he's I calling us dumb. Be... Oh, I am not dumb. Yeah, don't call Bear dumb. He really doesn't like you. He's I not am smart. the smartest bear you will ever meet. Make an that is a true fact. Bear. That is a true fact. Can... <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a 19. Oh, damn. Holy shit. You, and you see for the first time just that kind of, uh, of like laid back facade crack a little uh, a bit, and he's just like, my mistake. Obviously, you are someone who is very capable there. My apologies. I was missing. Uh, I I have made a mistake. Allow me to uh, elaborate a bit and just make sure that things are clear. I will forgive you, but I am not dumb. I just stroke like bears like the side of his oh. neck and it's like, it's okay, bear buddy. It's okay, <laughs> bear buddy. Message loud and clear, big guy. <laughs> just, it, nani, is all, nani, it is okay. It's all good. I found out rather recently, and uh, that is part of the reason that I am out here. You were, he points and looks at you, dog. He's like, you were correct that I had a bit of a bit of ulterior motives coming out here. I really couldn't give less of a shit if the Golden Marmor's head gets in, into port fine. I had, had personal matters to take care of. So um, to be racist is good. I don't know how you reached that point, but no. Um, mm. He's trying um, really hard. <laughs> I don't get it. We'll he's talk a little later, confused, Bear. but he's got the spirit. Um, Bear, just take just take a minute and let's just put our listening caps on. Okay. I um, I found out that there is something wrong with my daughters in the sense that there may be some strange magic that has been afflicting them. I, uh, I received a tip from some sources that once the, once they turned 10, strange things would begin to happen to them. I, of course, chalked it all up to nonsense. Just uh, things try to destabilize my is my mind. Well, and I have a very important job to do, you understand, as one of the barons. And then they turned 10 several weeks ago and almost immediately started acting strange. They kept trying to throw themselves into the sea and... Oh, I see what you mean by math. They keep saying the same thing every time when they get like this. It passes after a while, but the entire time they say just one of you, two for me, seven for you, and ten for he. I have no idea what the fuck that means. Yeah, I don't know. The math doesn't add up. Yeah, they Can the bear do the talking cap now? Uh, sure, sure they gotta go for it. Yeah. I think that you are putting too much pressure on their schooling. And they want to die instead of do math. I get it. It is hard. Bear. Yes. Let's put our listening caps back on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense, man. I mean, 
jumping into the sea, saying that stuff. It's, I'm just going to say that's bad mojo. We can call it a day. Hey, uh, it's certainly certainly not good. I would, um, would, would this like phrase, like, would I remember like reading it anywhere in like a history book or like, well, or like. Um, it, I'll, t- I'll tell you right now, just so I don't like uh, send you down a, like a, a wild goose chase here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this phrase has no historical significance that you would be aware of. Okay. Okay. Um, um, I, I'm a little worried about what the source of it might be. I, um, I used to run with a bit of a rough crowd. I was, I made very bad mistakes when I was younger, before I, I left, went to the islands. And had at this at my family, a very uh, very rough crowd known, known as the Order of the Cardinal. Um, oh, not not good people. You know, if you've been around if you've been around the Aaron Claw, you're familiar with them. Just a, yeah, I'm I'm a little worried game. about any people that you would call not good people. <laughs> well, yes, yes, they're technically part of the government, government but uh, you know they're. They use that as an excuse to get get away with some very shady, shady nonsense, mm. including some very strange uh, ideas of what they call magic. And I'm okay. I'm thinking that thing that they might have taken a little bit of revenge for me flying the coop a dozen years back. Bear looks like he's holding his breath and panicking. Bear, you can you can listen and breathe at the same time. <laughs> okay, can I speak? You get sure. Bear, one more chance. Okay. <laughs> uh, did your friend is uh, green? Hmm. Does your friend is green? Um, green and no. uh, glowing, and then they far away. Bear, did, oh, you've bear, did you see, did you the, see you've something? S- you've seen the lights. I see. Yes, I th- I've been doing a bit of tracking on this and I think that whatever source to this thing might potentially be just a few miles off the coast in the shoal storm pillars. That doesn't sound so bad. Hey, it is good. Are you familiar with the, with the story of the pillars? I don't know, am I? Make a history check for me. <laughs> I am not the familiar. Ooh. Uh, history, history, history. That is a 19. 19. Uh, you are familiar with the pillars. It's a place you kind of have to go by every time you take this route. So it's uh, you're tangentially <laughs> familiar with it because it's sp- it has a very spooky reputation. Um, oh. And basically, back uh, back long, long ago, uh, oh, just thousands of years ago, there you know, supposedly there were uh, large titans of great stone that walked the earth. Uh, creations of the of um, one of the chief gods, Umengorm, his children almost. And... Apparently, at some point, they fell into infighting and started to uh, you know, kill each other. And, of course, being the massive size they were, they brought massive devastation to the land. And Umengorm was forced to slay them all in order to keep the safety of the world. Um, and the Shoalstorm Pillars, supposedly when one of the great stone titans fell, they sunk beneath the ocean. And the only thing that stuck up above by virtue of their massive size was the outstretched hand that they placed up towards their father. And the three pillars that now stick out of the ocean there are the uh, 
erosion eroded um, remains of that hand. The th and two of the fingers have been, having been damaged to the point where they no longer stick up above the water. That is supposedly the legend that those are uh, fingers of a long dead titan. God. Yeah, it's not so. It's like a tourist spot, isn't it? And, I, I mean, everyone from here to for the last for the last like hundred miles has talked about this place and how we need to see it. You have to go by at least once. Have you ever ever landed on them though? No, I have not. Nobody has. No, uh, everybody's at least too smart to do that. They can they can tell the place is cursed just by looking at it. Well, it's a good thing you're talking to a few fuckheads. <laughs> and yes. And uh, especially because I myself can't really do much about it. I've tried going near the place. For some reason, my ship keeps getting turned around by some strange force. I think <sighs> something is trying to stop me from getting in there. But uh, but you three doesn't know to keep an eye out for you. Well, we I will think... do that thing that you taught me, Akira, where I take off my vest and top hat and I... Pretend I am a normal bear so that you can steal people's wallets as they panic. Steal that's Ooh, that's, that's not that's illegal. not for this. That's not for this. We'll talk about. We'll do that another time. That'll we be safe for later. We'll talk about that. I'm I'm very intrigued. Um. So. So one thing we gotta ask first. So mm -hmm. we may be dumb, but we don't work for free. Hey, you may we not work be as for as you food. say. And hey. gold. Um, <laughs> gold <laughs> that's a lot of gold, man. Because we're going into that thing. We don't know what's going to be on those pillars. Uh, oh, of course. Absolu absolutely. Don't worry, right, gentlemen. I pay people who do good things for me. And he just kind of starts just uh, pulling out a piece of paper from one of his desks. Just like, let me check through my assets I have available at this exact moment. You see, you see Cherry start to just like almost like a zombie start to walk toward the door of the cabin again. <laughs> just kind of grab her by the back of the shirt. No, 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 you stay here. <laughs> he just looks up and you and just like kind of you see like for the first time uh, and this man just like have a like like very much concern across his face and just like almost like a pained expression as he sees his daughter kind of shepherded back like this. Right. Yes. Thank you. Um, uh, dog, does, maybe um, you can tie a rope around each of the little girl's waist and then we can tie the other end around their dad's arms so they do not float away. I, I'm not necessarily wild about the idea of tying up my children, but it may potentially have to come to that if they keep acting like this. Um, but anyway, your, your pay. How does, um, how does 400 gold pieces sound? That's for each, right? Of course. What are you taking well, me for? You know, we get paid for for, for, con for context, Nick. You 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 all probably about have like fifty gold in your pockets right now. Yeah, mm. I have I have thirty five. <laughs> oh, okay, right. Yeah, you get starting gold, right? I yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it's not like we get paid that much, but we're also, to be fair, I haven't lifted a single a single finger since the day I I joined this crew. Um, so you're asking I lift quite his a lot. fingers for him. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You've got him just wrapped around those fingers you never lift, don't you? Very impressive. And you so, talk you... two face, please. 
Blade. <laughs> how, about, how about this? I mean, 400 gold seems like quite a paltry sum for doing something that has never been done before. You're asking us to to go where no person has ever been, uh, to land a ship once, th- something that is said to be impossible. To Maybe bears have been there. You don't know. Maybe. We don't know. But at the same time, we have to operate off the knowledge that we have. And, of course, we're talking about the well-being of your daughters here. How can, you price, how can you put a price on that? <laughs> I'm just yes, kind of we want your daughters as payment. <laughs> uh, Ooh, that's illegal, man. You can't 26. do that. 26. Natural, natural 26. 19 plus 7. <laughs> Damn. Oof. Hear me out. His daughters are priceless to him, so they are probably worth more than they go. Got a point there, man. How about not that, and I give you 550? That seems more fair. I think it's... That seems like a good enough down payment for now, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll work on this once we get back and we accomplish the deed. Relax, I'm not going to send you an empty-handed. I've got a few things around that I was intending to use myself, but um, suppose they will be more useful to you who can actually get there. Fair and enough. he um, slides a glass vial across the table toward you. You see that there's a red liquid inside that's just kind of glimmering and shining. Uh, so... Uh, any so one of you can add a potion of healing to your inventory. I want the gloves. Dog, I might you... have to look around to find gloves big enough to fit you, but I'll see what I can find. I have a fancy vest. I have a fancy hat. I want the fancy gloves. We're the working... white ones that we're, you can We're working do on a full ensemble. The jazz hands with. Mm-hmm. I told him about uh, jazz hands. I saw you... it in a town once and I gave the man some chicken bone. He was very mad. So, dog, why don't you take the healing potion? Oh, yeah, sure. I'm going to stick it in my uh, leather cutoff vest. It's on the inside. Yeah, (laughs) you can you can use an action to drink that and it will uh, restore uh, four sided die plus two to your HP. Okay, I'm not injured or anything, so I'm not going to do it. Right. Yeah, yeah. that's that's for later. (laughs) Good call. (laughs) Yeah, don't you worry. You will find (laughs) use for it. Um, and all right, and uh, let's see. Have I got much else for you, gentlemen, today? Um, well, I guess I do have this. And he just uh, shing pulls a very, very sharp, gleaming rapier from his side and just kind of places it on the table before him. Saying, "This one's gotten me out of quite a few scrapes, but I prefer uh, uh, one of you have it for the, uh, the moment." Ooh, I pull I pull my rapier out. <laughs> It's Just considerably kind of, a much. It's much shittier. Got a couple dings in it. Uh, all right. I guess. Okay. Thank you. I guess. And I just put I'll it on like that back. I will okay, say. Okay, that's fair. You can have it back once we're finished with it. I would like to look around for anything shiny in his office. <laughs> Make it. There are many. Make a perception check. See if you can find anything especially interesting. Uh, as for as for you, Akir, go ahead and add a plus one rapier to your inventory. Woo! Uh, I got a 15. 15. Uh, you see that he has, like, uh, there's a small little pile of uh, kind of gems and, like, almost this little, like, kind of nested paperweight that he's got on his desk, and, and they are just uh, shine clear to the point. He clearly, like, polishes them every couple of days or so, or just gleaming just brightly in the candlelight. I want those. Um, 
In, in place of your gold payment? Those are worth about the same. I, I don't know. I just want them. <laughs> he just uh, kind of just uh, picks up the little paperweight and just like, I'll set this aside for you then. What the hell? <laughs> and it'll be given to you along with uh, with uh, all their payments and such when you get back. Don't you worry. The racist dog gets a, a sort of drink. Uh, Kier gets a shitty sword. And what forbear? Sadness. Uh, make, a, make a persuasion check with advantage because you actually have kind of a point. <laughs> How persuasive is a bear? <laughs> a 13. Ooh. 13. He's like... And he's like, he just kind of pulls out half of them and slides them across uh, us to you, just like, like, I'll keep the rest hidden for you. But yes, here. Go ahead, take these. I put them in my hat, and I put the hat back on my head. <laughs> Fla- flawless. Keep, keep them locked up there, buddy. There oh is nothing up there so I can put the dead gems. Sure isn't. All right. Um, it is let's... just air in the hat. It is not anything. Sure, just the hat, right. Uh, let's get you gents a boat, shall we? A boat what? <laughs> Weird to have a boat, man. We got the crew on there, too. We just need to take uh, it. A smaller one, I mean. There's Why a lot of rocks. would we want that shit the air boat? There's a lot of rocks around uh, on the uh, around the pillars. There's no way you're going to be able to fit the marmoset through them. You'll need one of the lifeboats. I am a bear. <laughs> what is Bear, what does that have to do with having a big I am small not boat? a marmoset. Yeah, I know. Oh, He's talking the ship. The, the, okay, Barrett, we've gone over this a thousand times. <laughs> the name of the ship is a marmoset. It's not calling you a marmoset. Barrett, don't cry. Why it's, you keep Barrett, yelling it's, at I'm me. not yelling at you. I'm yes, trying you to teach you. Bear, and I just like kind of like scratch behind his ear. Why did you have to pick for us to work on the boat named after an animal? Dude, it's the right, only bro? one that would pay us, Bear. It right, is so hard. You, you need to see red, bro. You need to calm down. I am eight years old. Bro. I know, bear, but that's pretty old for a bear, don't that you think? That is pretty old for a bear, but yeah, I am you're, so small. Bear, in buddy, the you're doing brain. great. You're doing great. Like, well, thank you. You're gonna see Slim's at his desk, like, oh my fucking god. <laughs> <laughs> I turned to him, I was like, listen, you have no need to worry. Your daughter's fate is in very capable hands. Yeah, so I don't have hands. <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, eventually, a, a lifeboat is prepared for you. He's kind of kind of smooths it over with the captain. Evans like they're taking care of something very important for me, and it, it just as like I will I will compensate you if they uh, if they do not return. Don't worry. Hey, um, and uh, as you guys are getting like slowly lowered down into the uh, so, somewhat choppy water, it's calmed down a little bit. Uh, he just kind of looks down at you guys, and you see him just like I'm serious, you know. Please do best you can. I am. I'm very concerned that my daughter's lives may hang in the balance. Alright, bro. Solid thumbs up. (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, you might be a little bit of a a pirate, but you know what? I always help out the people that matter most to me, man. You couldn't ask for this task to be in any better hands. I can guarantee it. All right, I'm going to go drink a lot, and he just walks off as you all. <laughs> Tie your daughters to your risk, or else I will have to jump back into the ocean. Bear does not right. like getting wet. He barely likes baths. Speaking of not wanting to get wet, you all start the long rowing journey from the bottom of the Golden Marmoset 
to the base of the Shoalstorm Pillars. Just out of sight. Are we doing this, like, in the rain? Uh, yeah, it's kind of fucking miserable. <laughs> it's, it's luckily not as, like, uh, not as hard and driving as it was earlier. It's just, like, kind of, kind of a drizzle at this point. But it's, you know, it's still not very, not very pleasant. Akira, will you sing us a rowing song? Yeah, sure. Uh... Oh, what do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken sailor? What do you do with a drunken <laughs> sailor? Si- that Early in, in the morning. What the fuck? Just, just a voice just echoes out across the sea, coming from the uh, direction you all are going. <laughs> Dog is going to row very hard, and he's going to be yeah. macho about it, and he's going to go... <sighs> With each stroke, <laughs> Akira's gonna just keep singing like in a very miserable tone. Mare <laughs> is gonna roll at an equal strength to Dog, but it's gonna be a lot easier, and he's gonna look at Dog confused as to why he's trying so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it's that tryhard vest, man. <laughs> the vest of tryhard. It's a plus three uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's a minus three to dexterity and a plus <laughs> half of one to strength. Yeah, there you go. Uh, sorry. Um, eventually, uh, because you guys have two very, uh, very high strength characters, um, yeah, I don't need to make you roll to see if you get there with any any worry. You guys, are, you get, yeah, you have two very strong boys keeping the ship going, and gradually the Shoalstorm pillars come into view. You've seen them in the distance before, uh, occasionally once or twice when you are fortunate enough to go by them in the day. Uh, three large crooked stone pillars jutting out of the churning ocean with just various various largest holes and pits across them from the erosion that's uh, happened to them over the course of time. And supposedly, if the stories are to be believed, these have stood here for er, thousands and thousands of years, to the point where, theoretically, the pinky and the thumb have fallen deep into the ocean, never to be seen again. And um, Could I have one of you make a... Perce- uh, all of you, actually, make a perception check for me. Sure. Okay. I got a day 16. I got a two. Okay. Oh. Perception check is 20 plus four. Ooh. Ooh. First natural 20. First natural 20, baby. Let's hope hope for your guys' sake I don't roll any. Um, (laughs) So just a dog. As you're kind of keeping, just keeping and aiming an eye out as you kind of just occasionally just turning back just to make sure that you can see where you all are going. Um, you see that one of the pillars has kind of a uh, flat area that, uh, that is um, probably, you could probably land the boat there, and you see that, that there is um, what looks to be a small, secluded little uh, hole that goes into the base of this pillar. What looks to maybe be an entrance to a cavern of some variety. Okay. Uh, I'm going to point this out to my compatriots with me. Hey man, look look over there to that pillar over there. It's a uh, See that little cove over there? I'm, I'm pointing to it. We gotta oh. put the boat over there. It yeah, did. Sure. Big statue man hurt his hand. <laughs> yeah, there is this close. They they do almost look a little bit like an uh, like the fingers of a hand reaching up towards the heavens. See, they even huh. taper towards the end, uh, the end, almost like regular fingers would. Hmm. They say Zanoka. Kind of creepy, but uh, we're going to go inside, man. Okay. 
Uh, could I have a marching order, please? Uh, to hey. like we are docking the boat and getting out <clears throat> into the cave, or like order. Yeah, on as, the as, boat. as in going into the cavern. Like, what order do you proceed in? Because it's it's a kind of a narrow place. You kind of have to go one after the other in single file. I okay, think so they're... so we are we are getting out of the boat to do this. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Bear would be towards think, the back. Right? I mean, no, I think Bear goes first because anything that attacks, we'd want it to attack Bear first. Plus, right. in this situation, it would give you three fourths cover. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Bear first, and then I think uh, uh, a, a, a how do you pronounce your name? Akir. Akir. Sorry, I could not say a car, and then I couldn't get past it. <laughs> Akir would probably be in the middle, and then in the back would be Dog. I would assume. The same. I, I, I spend I spend time like tying the boat up to like something, some sort of like rock or something. Smart. I'm not the kind of DM that would screw you on that, but smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so bear, Akir, dog. Okay. So, uh, uh, with your uh, boat tied up and bear at the front, you guys start, start to uh, slowly head within the first of the Shoalstorm pillars. It's just it's a very cramped, narrow passageway that made that up. Bear especially has a little bit of time, a bit of difficult time squeezing through. Mm-hmm. Uh, it kind of just dips down and up. It's a very irregular cavern that's just kind of taken place over time, very naturally shaped, and different parts of it are flooded or submerged to the point where sometimes you're walking through ankle deep water. Sometimes it's almost up to uh, chest height on you, Akir, which you know similar to more similar to waist height for Bear. Mm-hmm. Her, they I'm gonna, al- I'm gonna the also. Worst. I'm gonna also like get a lamp going. Mm-hmm. Okay. Easy enough. Yeah. The uh, the slick surfaces of the rock around you just reflect uh, refract off the different uh, even just uh, facets of the lantern's glow, giving kind of a ghoulish aura to the inside of this dank, wet, just strange cavern. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna like stop bear for a second. Hey hey bear bear check this out check this out. Oh. Hello. 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 <laughs> what do you? Whoa, that is weird. Some strange, um, just hissing noise just emanates from deep in the cavern, just very, just loud and sudden and sharp. Oh shit! I didn't think there'd be anything in here. Fuck. What the what fuck was that, do man? With the drunken sailor, do 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 in the drunken sailor. Shut up, man! Come on. And. What do you guys do? Yeah, there's some strange. There was a strange noise that was an answer to what you shouted out. Um, do currently you still in that like, narrow passageway. Do you like to play blackjack? You just hear the splashing of water off in the distance. Uh, no. Okay, they ran away from my offer of games, so we're good. <laughs> what? Here, why? Why don't? Here, I can do something real quick, and I can go check this out. Bear, if you'll let me squeeze by. I will do my best. I okay. will suck in my gut. Okay, Bear, I don't want you to freak out. I'm just going to be gone for a second. Dog, please take care of him. Uh, no, I should be going with you, man. No, 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 it's fine. I can I can handle this, and as soon as I say that, I just go invisible. Okay. So uh, no, okay. Uh, hey, no, no, calm down, uh, Bear. No, he, he used to It's fine. I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm still here. Oh. Hey. Okay. Oh, man. I was getting ready to pass gas. I was hoping you still weren't here. 
You did it. You did the you did the magic thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. I'm gonna be right back. I'm gonna if you hear me yell, just me. If you hear anybody else, I prefer that you also still come. Actually, now that I think about it, if you hear anybody yell, please just come. Um, I'm gonna go check out and see what that was. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Careful oh. out there, man. Okay. All right. So. With uh, Bear's object permanence firmly reestablished, <laughs> you start off down the hallway, just uh, just trying to keep uh, keep quiet. You are invisible, uh, but um, just trying to find uh, shallower parts of the water so you don't let off a splashing sound to mm-hmm. give away your location. Trying to keep the ripples from betraying where you are. Uh, Go ahead and make a stealth roll for me, and since you are invisible, you get it with advantage. <laughs> so, dog. Uh... Do you uh, like seventeen ducks? Seventeen ducks. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Okay. Good dog. <laughs> <laughs> then you start kind of just slowly moving down the way, managing to kind of keep to the edges where there's less water, and eventually the passageway before you just opens up into this much larger cavern that has several various different levels to it. But um, just l- uh, large stalagmites and stalactites just uh, festoon the place with a couple of uh, pillars of rock just helping to hold up the structure of this particular portion of the inside of the pillar. Could I have you make a perception check for me, Akira? Sure, I'm great at those. <laughs> I know. I have um, your modifier right here. It's it's something. Nine. Do you have a mom, dog? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I did when I was a kid. Uh, she's probably gone now. How about how about you? Where's your mom? Uh, she's dead. Yeah, sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just two two crazy talk. wild guys having a <laughs> just friendly having conversation. Crazy guys. Crazy guy. <laughs> hey, um, Akir. As you're just looking around, trying to find what could have been the source of that friggin' ghoulish noise, um, you're just kind of looking off to the side, see that there's a slight movement in the water, and you see just a small fin just moving through. Shark of some variety. Not supremely big, but it's there. You do, however, know that sharks don't make noises like that. Mm Mm-mm. No, they do not. And you're trying um, to figure out exactly what could have made that noise. And then you just hear the drip, drip, drip. the uh, Just the constant drip of water around you. Um, something accelerates directly beside you. And as you, Invisible, just look to the side, you just see just rising slowly out, looking back the way you came in the passageway that you came from. Um, some strange, horrific-looking... Humanoid in shape, but in shape only, because it has the head and jaws of a vicious-looking green-scaled piranha, with with, uh, armor just just, uh, jury-rigged out of various pieces of coral and shells and holding this long, nasty, hooked spear. And it just uh, uh, slowly lets out a... And frills that uh, cover gills at its neck just shoot out as it slowly begins to pace towards the passage where you came from, towards oh. your friends. And we will see what happens to them on the next time. 
<laughs> on part two. Yeah! <laughs> on the next yeah. episode. All right, guys, we're not doing a quick this this week because we're doing this whole project uh, I- Icosa thing. So, Icosahedron. Yeah, that's right. That's what a D20 is. That's why it's called Project Icosa. You nailed it. Yeah, I knew that. Um, pretty cool. So thank you again, Hamilton, for coming for coming on the show, for saving us uh, the week that we didn't have a guest. And now you will also save us from the extra week that always takes us by surprise that we have to improv through. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's exciting. So we'll see you guys next week as we continue the adventures of the bear, the dog, and the bard. See you guys then. Bye-bye. Special thanks to our guests and Dungeon Master, Hamilton Gensheimer. Additional commentary on this episode is from Nick Mustakangas, Michael Savoya, and Alex Steele. Our showrunner and resident fact checker is Chloe Price. Our theme music is Rushable by Aaron Spencer, with additional interstitial music by DJW. Tune in every Friday for new episodes, and thanks for listening.